Welcome to the Your Fearless Journey podcast with Becky, Kat, and Heather, where you can grow through your fears with courage and live your life wildly inspired. Nobody likes me, everybody hates me, think I'll go eat worms. Big, fat, juicy ones, easy, easy, squeezy ones, see how they wiggle and squirm. Nobody likes me, everybody hates me, think I'll go eat worms. Big, fat, juicy ones, easy, easy, squeezy ones, see how they wiggle and squirm. So, do you have a similar song playing in your head like the one you just heard? Or what did you hear as a kid? Not necessarily what people said, but what did you hear? How about this? What is a movie title or a book title that you would give your life story? Think on that. We're going to come back to that. Welcome to the ever-entertaining Your Fearless (laughs) Journey with Becky Cat and Heather. We're here to... Not only make you giggle, but come alongside you so you can grow through those fears with courage and then live your life wildly inspired. All right. Today is for you. If Listen, if you're tired of reliving the same dang story over and over, <laughs> we are going to be talking to you today. And if you desire more out of your life than what you're living now, we got great news. You're in the right place. And if you're ready to create a wildly, create a wildly inspired life, this is your day, my friend. If you don't know, we are talking about stories today. And specifically, what's your story? And this is a new series we're going to be doing. So today we're going to do like the overview. And then what we're going to do is we're going to dig in and help you uncover your old story. You see, we all have a story that we've created in our life. It all came from our childhood. We used it to navigate the storms of life, the issues. You know, we created self-defense mechanisms and adaptive strategies to keep ourselves safe as little people. And it worked great until we became adult and it stopped serving us. And so what we want to do is we want to help you unpack and uncover your old story. And then what we'll do is we want to expose your current story. Like, what is it that you're saying to yourself currently? And then we don't want to stay there because that's not where God's called us to stay. We want to help you write a new story. Because here's the thing. We are Mm -hmm. all called to live a wildly inspired life. Right. We are Mm -hmm. all called to grow through our fears with courage. And Ian Cron, he's one of my favorite authors on the Enneagram. He's an Enneagram guru, which is just a personality typing system. But he says all transformation starts with story transformation. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today, because our story affects how we think, how we feel, and how we act in this world. And so we are going to dig into that over the next several weeks. So are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, ready. all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I said say yeah. See ya. So, yeah. Good job. Yeah. 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 So we're going to start yeah. with back at that incredible song. Like, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, what part of that song, why don't you share with everyone, Heather, belongs to you? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So my story says your voice doesn't matter. And, it, you know, it, it's not as much of your voice doesn't matter, Heather. It's your voice doesn't matter as much as somebody else's. Mm-hmm. I will put other people's opinions and needs like, oh, well, you know, where do you want to go eat? Mm-hmm. We'll just, we would do that. Or what do you think about this? Oh, yeah, I think that too. 
<laughs> People, would, I was the most agreeable. That's nine. <laughs> I, was, I was the most agreeable person. Everybody thought I would actually agree with their opinions. I don't. I got my own. I just wouldn't tell you what it was. <laughs> but you sure thought that I agreed with you. That's how. That's one that's of the a, ways my story would show up. Very like, talented. It was. I was gifted. <laughs> I didn't. So realize obviously, it was a gift this at the affected time. you. Like, yeah. And uh, probably like. All of us, all areas. Ma- it, you know, it affected me in massive ways. Like, it it affected how I showed up in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it wasn't really until um, years later that I even realized, oh, my gosh, God's given me gifts and talents to, like, do something in this world. Mm-hmm. Everything I did was I would just acquiesce to everybody else. Mm-hmm. I would help them with their dreams. Mm-hmm. But I never had any real ones of my own I never pursued with passion like you know how there was those kids where like I'm gonna be president actually I had a friend <laughs> and not kidding had a friend who was like I am gonna be president of the United States like as a young teenager nice. that is what he and he would take the classes he knew he needed to take and he would do these things and I'm like I got nothing, man. I don't, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up like <laughs> you know so what it did was is I lived a mediocre average life. Yeah. It was never my own. Hmm. That's and that's that's really what feeling invisible was. It was it was like it was like I put on an invisibility cloak. <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's how I showed up in the world. And which so was be, not showing up. Which was not showing up. <laughs> and so what happened was I'm like, look at me, except nobody could actually see me because I put on the invisibility cloak. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, why does everybody think I'm invisible? Mm. Not realizing, like, I did it to myself. So what would be the title of your life story? I'll give you, like, two guesses. No. (laughs) It's Invisible Girl. Yeah. It would be Invisible Girl. That's what I would title it because I did. I put on an invisibility cloak. I showed up as invisible and nobody ever saw me. And, um, but it felt like, it felt like, you remember Dr. Doolittle? And there was like that push me, pull you. Uh, It looked like a llama. Yeah. But it was like, it had two heads, you know, one on each side. Yeah. And so one side would want to go one way and the other one would be like, no, I want to go this way. And they would like pull back and forth and they'd never go anywhere. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? What are you seeing? (laughs) She just saw something. Nickelodeon's cat dog. I know. I thought that too. That's the new version. That was the new version of the push me, pull you. Yeah, that's it. And that was Heather because there was this side of me that was like see me look at me mm-hmm. oh my gosh so I, I had this really loud and outgoing side and people would be like Heather you're too loud you're too much you're too extra and then I have this other side like I'm just gonna go sit in the corner so nobody notices me mm. but then the other side was like no show up be come on somebody notice me mm-hmm. you know and so I never got anywhere because I was like pushing here and pulling there and yeah. you know and you wearing an invisibility cloak, nobody's going to see you. So yeah. Yeah. The, the the story part is like unpacking that. Where did it come from? You know, right. why, why did I even think that? And then creating that path of transformation. And that and really that's what we'll be doing throughout this series to help. Right. Help um, you, the listener, be able to unpack your story. Because you know what? I took off my invisibility cloak. Yeah, you <laughs> did. <laughs> and you know, a lot of, 
like, I'm sure this is the way it is for everyone, but what we hear and what people say are two different, very different things. So, yes. Yeah. What I took on is not, not necessarily what people said. Yeah. They like nobody ever said to me my part of the song. Right. Well, it's a right. le- it's like a lens we put on and this mm-hmm. is how we view the world. Yeah. And we view the world through our story. Yeah. You know, and that uh, that affects us. So, Becky, yeah. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking that, of that, what is what is your <laughs> little part in our jingle jam jingle band? <laughs> that amazing song. Wasn't it though? That I think we're going to have to make it to it. number 1. <laughs> you know what? I just remember You just What's so funny is because Heather, you're a, a middle child, right? Yes, I am you a middle child. You have a younger child. brother and an older brother. Yeah, right Both in the middle, them, smack in the middle. Yeah, so you—that's part. That of That is part of being mm-hmm. invisible. You're, yeah, yep. you're being yeah. invisible. Well, I'm looking at the three lines of our jingle. I see Where them. are you? I'm in the middle. <laughs> I'm in the middle. Oops, sorry about that. It's okay, but you noticed that I got to go first. On yeah, you did. All right. <laughs> It's all about transformation, all... baby. <laughs> and Honestly, we give you love. Even doing this podcast, mm-hmm. that is all part of my story of I'm not mm-hmm. going to be invisible anymore. Yes. Awesome. That is not going to be my story. Yeah. And I it's... have something to say, and it matters. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, no, but, but I have to say this because if you have never heard Heather's uh, podcast, she does one five days a week. She's a freaking rock star. Right. She's on like she does on two hundred and ten. It was two hundred and ten. Yeah. She's on over two hundred episodes now. So, what's the name of your podcast? It's, it's uh, "Live Fearlessly Free" with Heather Bunch. There you go. Go listen to that because not only here is she stepping out and and becoming the opposite of invisible, right. but also in you can hear so much more to her awesome story if that's something that you resonate with even if you don't it's an incredible story so go listen go to that listen. podcast yes yeah. that's good thank you i appreciate yep. that yep all right becky girl <sighs> yeah what's your jingle spill it <laughs> uh that would be the world is against me <laughs> Aww, everybody hates me <laughs> yeah yeah what's funny is i actually did used to sing that song i did too I'll play, i is that ever knew the first part of that song <laughs> is that correct grammar i actually did used to i didn't used to I, sing I, that song I used to should. that's because you were ca- a cow farmer yeah right you are a cow farmer <laughs> so it's okay <sighs> Yeah, my family's at a John Deere dinner tonight. Nice. <laughs> yeah. John Deere dinner. Oh, Unpack yeah. that for us, oh, would you? I so need to come on I now. So need to come visit. Come on now, John Deere dinner. John Deere that, hosts a dinner. <laughs> John Deere liked a tractor. Yeah, right. Yeah. Tractor company, John Deere. Yeah, green and so green that's and a yellow. big purchase. So they oh, yeah. they have a dinner oh, once a year for their customers. Oh, that's clients. Yeah, and all these the farmers come together and. The John Deere clientele <laughs> sounds like a total yeah. oxymoron. It's a lot of fun. That's some good stuff, though. That's, That's awesome. They still got some nice tractors. They got air conditioning and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah. For real. It's like more than a home of some of them. My granddaddy'd yeah. be rolling around in his grave if he knew there was air conditioner on right. the tractor. Right. He would have loved it, probably. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Come on now. Somebody complain about it. They get in that and go, oh, where has this been all my life? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Come on now. Actually, they'd probably be like, you big spoiled brats. <laughs> yeah. No, but when they've been in it for a day, they'd be like, oh, I'm never going yeah. back. <laughs> right. Yeah, once you move forward, it's hard to go back. Like, I I say that a lot. Now you're going back. 
some of the things I that went along with the world is against the world, me. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. how did how did that show up in your life? The world is against me. How you know, like how did it make you think or feel or act? How did it affect you? I think it mostly forced. I guess forced me. I don't know if that's the right word. Forced me to put up some walls and to put up some defense as really just survival and yeah. coping mechanisms. So as I would do that, it would just get louder and louder. Like that voice of everyone's against me. Like yeah. nobody's for me. Nobody cares about me. I don't matter. And it's kind of funny because everything, I don't know if I shared this yet. I don't remember. <laughs> it's getting they late. Haven't heard it's it yet, getting late so... and I need a biscuit. But <laughs> I got biscuits there's biscuits here, sitting girl. on I the got table here. And cornbread. <laughs> So my title of my story would be Left Behind. Hmm. And it wasn't, it was Heather's suggestion, actually. But she gave me a few options <laughs> to choose from. <laughs> I am basing it uh, off of, though, stories and things you've told us through, yeah. you know, through the times we've yeah, been together. super helpful. But I can't remember if I've said this already, but Left Behind. You did not tell our listeners yet <laughs> until now. Left Behind. Um. Yeah, it was between like five. I I couldn't decide. Like, <laughs> gosh, there's so many. <laughs> but everything kind of goes back to that because even in when I was in first grade, I was held back, um, and I just remember that sinking into my mind more than anything. Held back, held mm. back. You're held back. Um, Becky doesn't apply herself. Like, yeah, all the words were always so negative and so like she's irresponsible I she doesn't try very hard so as that come out it was just louder and louder of like nobody's for me I got to take care of myself yeah. oh my gosh I'm gonna have to create some safety somewhere right so, so the walls so like for you the walls came up yeah I would say that's you know what's interesting about that too when you think about so it's almost like my invisibility cloak right mm -hmm. Where I say, oh, nobody notices me, mm -hmm. not realizing I put on the invisibility cloak to. So it was like I was cre it was like, like my self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. You know, and you putting walls up is kind of a similar thing where it's like, OK, they're against me. I'm going to put some walls up to keep myself safe. But yes, they can't get in. Right. You yeah. know, almost if like they you perceived it that way so but it might not be the way that they meant it but that's right. the way that we perceive that's the way things. we perceive yeah. it yeah and we yeah. put up we... these walls to keep ourselves safe mm -hmm. or for sure yeah so you don't feel left behind yeah you don't feel abandoned i think and that's a lot of your story too i know you've shared with on other episodes too about sylvester yeah. and <laughs> yeah you know your stuffed animals being yeah. so Constant. important to yeah. you <laughs> yeah that was yeah that was definitely something I don't know if I've shared that part, but it, I think it was something that never changed, no matter what the changes were mm. that I come across all the time or the, the fear or the uneasiness or being like, you know, unsettled. That was something that was, um, that was stability in my life was mm. having them around me. Actually, <laughs> I used to put stuffed animals all around my bed at night. Like, these are my family. And oh, then, my gosh. Like a wall. Like yes. a stuffed animal yes. wall. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yes. It's the little. Yeah. 
little you line. You can't take the radiation line. <laughs> Don't you cross my line of stuffed animals. Yes. <laughs> cross I did the area. I, I am protected by my wall of stuffed animals. Right? That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Actually showed you guys a picture of all my stuffed animals that right before we came. <laughs> okay, so I know you can't see the picture. We should post it somewhere. Yeah, we can you can post, post it, it on Facebook. It is a crap load of stuffed <laughs> animals. And we were talking uh, earlier. I have to share this because I have a, a singular one stuffed animal <laughs> I saved from my childhood. One. Yeah, and I Becky, have one. <laughs> Becky, how many did you have when you uh, I moved had... houses? <laughs> I had over a hundred several years after I was still married. She's married I was oh, with children, but they were hers. Yeah, they were from mine. Your, they were from your childhood, <laughs> yes. right? They were, you had saved them. Oh, yeah. They were they, family, though. How do you throw family away? Yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. So well, funny. you do need to post that because you, you did talk yeah. about that on Easter, uh, yeah. that you had a lot of stuffed animals. So I, yeah. I'm just thinking of uh, Toy Story when... When they start talking and... Like when they're not in the room. Oh, Sid? Yeah. Um, so when he's going into the trash, you know, like. Yeah, oh, they're grabbing him down. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. Oh, Andy. <laughs> yeah. Did anyone Except cry? these were the. <laughs> Besides me. These were the opposite because they were yeah. pulling you out. Right. They were protecting you and keeping yeah. you safe. So. Mm-hmm. But that's. That, <laughs> so you didn't feel left behind. They were yeah. the one thing that didn't, you know, make you feel right. left behind. Right. That's good. And uh, we have a, a like a heard a news story from you about um the, another way that you were able to protect yourself like oh. through a, you know kind of a vision. Yeah, the so car. That, yeah. Yeah, so after I had my awe moment for I know I've shared this but if you've not heard that I don't know what episode it would be on but like 10 11 years ago God just revealed to me um, a bunch of stuff, actually, <laughs> all at one time. But he gave me this visualization of, you know, I say this sometimes, like, um, Jeff took me out of my car, put me in his, and we took off. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily mean that in a negative way. It was just what he knew to do, and I didn't care. I did, but I didn't know I did. <laughs> But after all of this, after God started revealing all of this, um, he gave me this picture of being in my own car. And I had never had my own car. Like, I did. I'm just saying this was Not the literal. visualization. This is a, a visual, yeah. yeah. And he began to, and I wrote all this down, so it's somewhere, in a book somewhere. In a journal but, somewhere. Yeah. But, Maybe it's with a stuffed animal. <laughs> yeah, there's a good chance. They're probably all in the backseat. You're keeping it safe. You're keeping it safe. But it's funny because I, I began to write, like, all these things. Like, I'm going to turn the radio to this station because that's what I like. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. I'm going to drive this car now. I'm not going to just be the passenger as I've always been. Yeah. I'm going to have it the temperature that I want. It's going to be all of these different things. I'm going to go here. I'm not going to ride your route. I'm going to go this route because I feel like I'm supposed to. And it was just very freeing. It's like to chance to take control. Have that. Yeah. Just to have that visualization of yeah. independence. I think that's, that's what 
it was all about. Like, is yeah. you are who I created you to be. You need to get in your own car. And mm. I just, not only did I get in my own car, but I locked the doors. <laughs> because the world was against me. <laughs> That's awesome. So now your journey will be to unlock the doors. <laughs> yes. Let a couple people in. You let, let us in. Let a couple people <laughs> in. You let us in, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the you got to abide by the rules in Road my trip. car. My rules or you're getting out. <laughs> Road trip, people. Oh, oh gosh. Well, Kat, that leaves you, girl. Yeah. What, what's your jingle? <laughs> the very last line. Everyone says I'm dumb because my whole life, you know, I feel like um, it led to me just believing that the whole sum of me, when I was involved in anything, if it had anything to do with me or I was around, Something would go wrong because something was wrong with me. Something is innately wrong with me. I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I'm slow. I can't get anything right. Or I'm too loud, too hot-headed. Or, you know, I don't step up enough. Or it, no matter what I did, nothing was ever good enough. And I spent a lot of my life from... I can't remember my earliest memory of that, but I can remember being really really young and much like you were saying Becky about like the stuffed animals and using those as your your shield so to speak like I would find things to be my shield to protect me and I you know they were like pieces and facets of what I thought my personality was so what I was actually doing is building the shield up around me to when I intended on protecting myself from the world and people that hurt me what I was doing is shutting myself in this tiny little box in a complete opposite personality and person of who God created me to be. And he could not get me out of my box because mm. I was like, nope, I'm I'm in protection mm. mode right here, you know. And so I took on the I'm dumb, you know, so I'm not going to say anything or mm. I'm not going to give my ideas. Which is really sort of a box of fear. I just drew it. Right. A box. Yeah. Yeah, it's a box of fear. And we put on fears made to protect us. That's why we have fears. However, <laughs> we take them to the extreme, which is yeah. why I would call my movie or book the extreme yo-yo girl. Because <laughs> when I did something and it wasn't good enough or it wasn't right or you can't do that, you can't be successful at that or no, why did you do that? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You're an idiot, you know, and stuff like that. When that would be said or happen, I would think, oh, my gosh, that was wrong. So I would go clear over to the other side. Mm -hmm. You know, so you drop the yo-yo to the bottom. That's wrong. They bring it back up to the top. There's no middle ground. Mm -hmm. I'd come back to the whole, you know, to the top again and the whole opposite side of where I was and do that. And then I'd still not be good enough. And I would still something was still wrong with me mm -hmm. and everything went wrong around me because I was there. Yeah. And well, wow, that's a good analogy of the yo-yo. It is M moving up and down, up and down. Right. When in reality, what I should have done is the trick, and I can't remember the name of it, but they swing it around and then they do something with their hands and make it a triangle. And then the, yeah. it's like a pendulum, the mm -hmm. yo-yo yeah. swings swing back and forth in between there. Movement in the that's middle. where I needed to be. Yeah. And middle. that's where I'm heading, you know, um, I don't know that I'll ever make it exactly there, but I'm, that's where I'm progress. heading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
what I would do is be, you know, one extreme or the other. And I could not figure out why I I did this and it was wrong. So I did this, the complete opposite. Now, mm-hmm. why is that still wrong? What What is going on? I cannot do anything right. There's something wrong with mm-hmm. me. I'm, I'm broken. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so... Mm-hmm. Um, much like a yo-yo, you can do so many tricks with it. And mm. I think I began taking on the things that people said about me mm-hmm. and using that as a shield and taking it on like my true personality, even though it wasn't. So I also picture the yo-yo, ex- extreme yo-yo girl <laughs> working through perfecting all those tricks to get to her new story to get through her current story as I'm practicing all those tricks That's and then getting good. to my new story mm-hmm. where I'm freaking world champion of yo-yos. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes. I, I, I think that's a beautiful illustration of it because it's that, that concept of our mess becomes our message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that held you back, you know, right. has become, mm-hmm. you know, a powerful tool now. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, we overcompensate a lot. Yeah. So uh, it's, I think as a human race, we look at the negative rather than looking at things as they are said or done or as they are. We take it into a negative um, perception, you know, yeah. like the, you know, something's wrong with me just because something, you know, somebody said, well, you didn't put that together right or whatever you know and then oh something's wrong with me like I you, I yeah. would take it to the extreme right and beat myself up over it rather than and, and overcompensate basically you know yeah. rather than just taking one little pivot mm. and and just adjusting one thing okay so let's back it up just a step or two right from where I am now yeah. and then yeah. I'll find the middle ground a lot faster than right. what I actually right. did right <laughs> When I think sometimes, too, too, even when you think of, and I I think it goes along with our stories as well, it's what somebody said to you, you know, hey, you're you're dumb, you're slow, or whatever. Maybe you're just not doing it the way they think it needs to be done. Right. Which doesn't make you wrong. Right. It just makes it different. Yes. And, you know, and I think that's part of it, too, where it's like their perception is different from yours, but it doesn't make you wrong. But yet we take these things on ourselves as if something's wrong with us when, you know what, maybe there isn't. I mean, I'm not saying we're perfect because, you know, there's always something to work on. But in those situations, I think a lot of times it was just it wasn't you weren't doing it the way they thought you should or it should be done. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, Satan can, like, just give you something. Like, we could just be sitting right here together in this moment, and I could, like, just start thinking the stupidest thing. Like, how many times do we do that? And it's like, uh, they really, they really don't care what you have to say, you know, or something, and it can manifest. And then pretty soon, that's that old story. It's just there, and it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like showing up all the time. I think we've said it so much to ourselves too. We've literally wired it into yeah. not just our minds, but our, our, our bodies. Yeah. Right. Yes. You know, because yeah, our we've bodies begin so holding much. fear. Our bodies be- yes. Yeah. Our memory, our, yeah, our you know, bodies just like muscle that. memory yep. ha- or, you know, muscle has memory. Our bodies hold that too. And um, we're not used to, 
as we're growing up, paying attention to that. Nobody teaches you how to do that either. No, not at all. No. You know, I didn't know that they do now. They do now because we're going to talk about that. That's right. We're going to write new stories later. So, yeah. And we want to know what your book or or title or what your jingle, you know, sentence would be. Which one do you relate to out of our three or make up your own? We want to know. And we're going to talk about over the next several weeks some really cool things because we're going to talk about. Next week on Wednesday um, at 8 a.m., our new episodes come out. So make sure you check in every single week with us. Uh, but we're going to be talking about the old story, how to uncover our old story. Like we were just giving you a little piece of ours and uh, where it kind of began. What? Where did your story begin? Where's your old story? And then after that, we're going to move into our current stories your new story and beyond. And it's going to be so eye-opening, yes. mind-blowing, life-changing, and wild. So you are going to have freedom like never before. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. We may even throw in a couple special guests telling us their story too. So stay tuned yeah. for that. And let us know if there is anything that you want to talk about or anything that resonates with you. We want to know. This is a uh, let's make take some action, you know, mm-hmm. podcast. This isn't uh, let's just talk and, and motivate one another. This is let's take some action and do it together. Amen, sister. So, yeah. So come back and listen to your fearless journey with Becky, Cat, and Heather. And we'll see you next time.